It is Sunday, March 11th, 2012. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Tappen. On this week's show, it's various Star Wars musings, some interesting statistics I want to pass along, and the final installment of the Jones Soda Holiday Physathon. It's episode 5.16, Waiting by the Mailbox. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. You 62 the tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of The Targ. And you have caught me in an extreme case of frustration. So I bought some DVDs online a couple weeks ago, right? I finally buckled down and bought the Criterion edition of Godzilla. You may have remembered me talking about that in a couple of podcasts ago. And I decided to buy it out of the States because it was cheaper and the dollars at parity now and stuff like that. And so then while I was doing that, you know, I figured I might as well buy another DVD to get the free shipping. So I decided to pre-order the latest DC comic straight-to-DVD animated film, Justice League Doom. It shipped on the 27th of March. Here we are now. No, not the 27th of March. 27th of February. Here we are now on March 9th, and I haven't received it yet. I'm following the online tracking and apparently right now it is stuck in Calgary, probably trying to clear customs and stuff like that. So who knows how much longer it's going to be till I get it. All I know is I'm watching it online and waiting, waiting, waiting. I heard a lot of crap online lately and right now I'm just watching it online, waiting for it to arrive. A few more podcasts ago, I was telling you that I redeemed all of my uh, Disney DVD points to get Condor Man. Just got the email before I sat down to record this. Condor Man has shipped, so Condor Man is in the mail. I had enough points, I got another Disney classic from my childhood, Snowball Express. That has shipped, that is in the mail. So I'm just sitting here watching waiting and wondering what I should do in the meantime while I am waiting. You know, maybe I should watch some TV. Maybe I should watch Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Finally get up to speed with that cartoon. You know, people are kind of raving right now. Their season finale is coming up and for their season finale, they are resurrecting Darth Maul. Yes. This kind of seems to be the uh, trend for uh, Clone Wars. When their season finale rolls around, they decide to resurrect someone from the prequels that kind of died quickly and people hoped we saw a lot more of. You know, this time last year for their season finale, they were talking, ooh, Qui-Gon Jinn returns. Obi-Wan communes with the spirit of Qui-Gon Jinn. Liam Neeson is back to do the voice. You know, I've never really watched The Clone Wars. Back in 2007, I went to see the animated movie, and that movie was so so bad that I just completely turned off of watching the cartoon. You know, I think that's the moment where I officially said, that's it, I'm burnt out with Star Wars, I don't care anymore. When I saw the Clone Wars movie, I tell you, just so bad. But it's neat that Darth Maul is returned. Apparently he was resurrected from the grave and they gave him some cybernetic legs. 
You know, I was watching uh, Revenge of the Sith on Blu-ray, and that is one thing that I would have liked to have seen evolve throughout the prequels. You know, keep bringing back Darth Maul, only he has more cybernetic enhancements. You know, he shows up in Episode 2 with the robot legs, and then boom, he's very near death again at the end of Episode 2. Then in Episode 3, he shows up completely armored, and he's pretty much General Grievous. That's what I would have liked to have seen. Darth Maul slowly evolve into General Grievous, portraying him like the prototype Darth Vader. That would have been awesome. One of many ideas on how the prequels would have been more awesome. Every fanboy's got those ideas. Well, I think I'm about rambled out here, so like they taught me in school, when you don't know what to say, go to the music. Here's another cut from the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack on the Targ. We are Sex Babam, and we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. From the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack, that's Beck with Threshold here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. And as you know, I used to do something on the uh, podcast here called Too Hot for Radio. The uh, sexually explicit stuff that comes across my desk in the way of show prep that I know I can't share with uh, my radio listeners in my day job, but still I find it utterly fascinating. And here I have a Too Hot for Radio statistic that came across my desk this week. In a new survey of viewers of pornography, 21% of people say they watch porn not for the sex, but for the dialogue and the engrossing plots. Yes, in a related study, 21% of people are naughty, naughty liars and deserve a spanking. Uh, yeah, it's like the old cliche, you know, I read Playboy for the articles. I think my best skewering of that cliche came from an episode of Friends. There you know, Chandler busted out the old joke. I read it for the articles. And Joey, in his naive, innocent way, just kind of looked at Chandler, confused, and said, Dude, you know there's pictures of naked women in here, right? So there you go. Joey, secure enough to admit what he reads Playboy for. 
Uh, some more stats on porn. Apparently, 62% of people say their favorite thing to see depicted in porn is a three-way. Two ladies, one dude. Coming in at number two at 26%, the other kind of three-way. Two dudes, one woman. And one-third of people say that even though the internet is full of free porn, they still like to pay for it. So there you go. I guess there's something about the quality level. But let's move into a statistic that's a little more radio-friendly here, right? Here's one that I really like. I can get behind this one. 25% of men and 33% of women say what they would like to do for their dream vacation is drive across the country. That is something I can totally get behind. I think that would be fun to do someday. I bought my Lotto Max ticket. The jackpot is $40 million. And if I win, I think that's what I'm going to do. Take a month off work and just drive. That would be awesome. See the sights of this country. Stop in Toronto. Have a tea with Joe. Stuff like that. So yeah, here's hoping I win the lottery so I can hit the road. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ. String theory is easy to understand. The grass isn't green and the sun isn't bright. Healthcare will be resolved overnight. The world isn't round and the Buddha's not Zen. And we both have really good taste in men. And there really is a black forest land where everyone gets all their hand. And I swear, I fucking swear, I didn't Google you. Okay, I did, I admit, it was so easy to do. 7,008 results and I know everything about you You're not a sex offender But you failed home back in 1997 It really isn't that weird Come on, we're all adults here Everybody Googles each other Everybody does their Facebook research It's how we get to know one another To make sure that we don't get raped I don't have any mental disorder And I don't spend my weekends watching Law and Order It takes forever to get in my pants This old-fashioned girl likes romance I am not fearful of being alone And Zach Morris had a really small phone Ring, 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 ring Cell phones in the 80s And I swear Shit fucking swear I didn't Google you Okay, I did, I admit it, and I know that you Googled me too. How else would you have known that my dog contracted herpes? Sing it again, cause this melody feels really good to sing. Stop pretending it's taboo like masturbation in the 50s. Everybody Googles each other. Everybody does their Facebook research. It's how we get to know one another to make sure that you're not in porn. I do not mean to be jealous already, but who is that girl in those pictures? She's pretty. I think you may have dated her, or maybe she's your lesbian friend. I see that you got really drunk on your birthday. Was it sadness related, or were you just thirsty? I do not mean to make judgments now, but if we date, some things will have to change. Everybody Googles each other. Everybody does their Facebook research. It's how we get to know one another to make sure that you don't have cats. Another one from Garfunkel and Oates. That's Google here on U62, the Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Kappas here. And my friends, we have reached the end. We have come to the finale.
It is time for the final installment of the Joan Soda Holiday Physicon. For those just joining us, I've never understood the appeal of Joan Soda. Every hipster bitch I've ever known has been like, oh, you must try the Joan Soda Green Apple Soda because, you know, I'm such a free spirit and independent and all that. Well, Joan Soda, one of their claims to fame is the unusual flavors that they come out with every Christmas. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Liquidation World and they had the uh, Joan Soda Holiday Gift Pack with all their weird Christmas flavors marked down to four bucks. So I bought that four-pack, and throughout uh, the past few shows, I have been sampling those holiday sodas and giving my thoughts here on the podcast. And now we come to the final bottle in the pack. We come to Sugar Plum Soda. I really don't know what to uh, expect from this one. Uh, um, When Christmas comes around, sometimes they come out with a sugar plum tea. I've tried that. It's very sweet, kind of tart. For Christmas, a friend of mine gave me this mulling spice that you're supposed to put in like your Christmas punch and stuff like that to make it taste more Christmassy. Uh, That stuff smells like the sugar plum tea, so I'm expecting some kind of spice thing. The soda itself is kind of a transparent purple color, a very faint purple. Uh, The uh, picture on the label, we have a very surprised baby wearing a Santa hat. It was submitted to Joan Soda by Jason Doctor. Thank you, Mr. Doctor, for your contribution. So uh, let's crack it open here and get to sampling, shall we? Ah. Pulling off the bottle cap. My fortune under the bottle cap is an unexpected windfall will be yours. (gasps) That seals it. I'm going to win the lottery. So let's uh, sniff the cork as it were. Smells like grape candy. Yep, smells very grapeish. So let's have a swig, shall we? I can't quite place that flavor. Another swig. It's some kind of artificial fruit flavor, that's for sure. I think they're trying to go with plum, but it doesn't really taste like plum. Maybe apple? Strawberry? I don't know. I really can't uh, place this flavor. But anyway, it's not as tart and spicy as the sugar plum tea like I was expecting, so it's definitely very sweet. So there we go. Sugar plum soda, and with that... The Joan Soda Holiday Physathon has come to an end. Please drop me an email, mark at chaosinabox.com. Let me know if you like this feature, and uh, yeah, cheers. And that'll about do it for this week's episode of The Targ. I'm Mark Appas. This has been The Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.
all there is. There isn't anymore. 